to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shumate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to welcome you today. Hope you're doing good this morning. We're looking at John's Gospel, chapter number 17 today, and we're going to continue our study. We've entitled A Journey Through John, and we hope and pray this has been a help to you and a blessing to you as well as we've studied the Word of God together. And again, today, we're going to be looking at verse number 14 of John chapter 17. Let's read there. If you have a copy of God's Word nearby, let's open up our Bible and let's read together this morning. I think it'll be a help to you and encouragement as we look to God's Word. And I trust the Word of God will just be magnified before us this morning. The Bible says... And I have given them my word, thy word, and the world hath hated them, because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but that thou shouldest keep them from the evil. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. And then Jesus says this, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. And boy, what a, what a wonderful section of scripture. What wonderful uh, verses we have heard. Hope and pray that it'll be something that we can consider today. And as we're looking here, we realize that Jesus is heading towards the Garden of Gethsemane. In just a few hours, Jesus would be uh, going to the cross of Calvary, and even shorter in time, Jesus would be arrested. He would be uh, shuffled uh, between the Sanhedrin and Pilate, and we know the story of uh, the, the things that happened prior to the crucifixion. In just a few moments, Jesus would be facing the greatest uh, suffering. He would be facing the, uh, the burden in the garden as he prays to the Father. But we find in, in chapter number 17, the Lord is praying, and he is praying on the way to the garden. And in chapter number 13, 14, and 15, and 16, we find uh, many valuable truths. We've looked 
quite a bit at those chapters, and we've slowed down and looked at them. And I want to remind you from probably chapter 14 up to chapter through chapter 16, we find some of the of the greatest speaking from his heart to his men. And then in chapter 17, we find the Lord is actually praying for them, and he's praying out loud, I believe, according to the context of the scripture. John recalled his prayer and recorded his prayer for us, and, and we find that the Lord is is giving his disciples the details and many valuable things going to help them along life's way after his departure. But in, in chapter 17, this is the, the great prayer from his heart to the Father about the disciples and not only them, but you and I as well. And so we find at verse number 14 this morning, as we look to our particular verses today, I see two sides of following Christ. The Bible says in verse 14 again, Jesus said, I've given them thy word and the world hateth them because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. As we look at this, we see two things. I see the word from heaven and I see the world's hatred. As we think about this, there are two sides to following Christ. One of them is to be enlightened by God's word. What do you mean by that? Well, think about this. If we hadn't had God's word given to us, we wouldn't understand about the mercy of God. We wouldn't understand about the redemptive plan of God and the purposes of God and, and all that he has done. God would be obscure. He, he, there would be a veil between us and the Lord. But because of the word from heaven above, and I talk about that, the word being the living word, being Jesus Christ, who came to this world, who suffered and bled and died, but he revealed God to men. And boy, I'm so thankful for that. So that is the, the first side of following Christ, we must realize, is that the word came from heaven above. But secondly, this morning, not only do we see the word from heaven, but we see the world's hatred of Christ and also his followers as well. And Jesus said that. He said uh, in verse 14, he says, I've given them thy word and the world hateth them because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Well, there could be a question asked, why does the world hate Christianity? Why does the world hate Christ and true Christianity? Well, I believe we could find the answer way back in the first part of the book of John in chapter number three. We recall very vividly, and most of us can quote John 3.16 from heart, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And the verses that follow John 3.16 are very important verses because they reveal distinctly why the world hates Christ. The Bible says in verse 17 of John 3, for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. 
Why did Jesus not come to condemn? Because, my friends, the world is condemned already. The Bible says in verse 18 of John 3, He that believeth on him is not condemned. And I'm glad, thank God, that I am free from condemnation. But he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And his name is Jesus, by the way. And verse 19, and this is the condemnation. And here it is that Jesus is explaining the reason for hatred of the world or from the world towards Christ and Christianity. This is the condemnation. Verse 19, if you mark in your Bible, you might want to underscore that so you'll remember why that the world persecutes Christianity. While the world hates the name of Jesus, while the world mocks at the things of God, and it's simply found here that light is coming to the world. And the Bible says, and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought in God. In other words, that you're not ashamed of those deeds. I'll use the illustration this morning of maybe perhaps you have uh, been walking sometimes maybe when you were a child or younger and you were maybe uh, walking along and you found a, a small rock that was movable and you flipped that rock over and underneath that rock was uh, what I call critters. They are bugs that hide underneath rocks and and as soon as those uh, bugs are given light, they begin to scatter. They begin to run and try to find cover for uh, their selves. And that is the way it is with sin and with sinful men who love the pleasures of sin for a season. And they want to uh, not have the light that reveals their sin. They want to keep it hidden and they want to remain in darkness. That is why the world hates Christ because Jesus is the light of the world. And we are remaining here as Christians. Now we are the light of the world as well. And it's no wonder that there is a hatred towards Christianity. As we think about that this morning, there are two sides of following Christ and then also, there are, in our text verses, in verse 15, there are two solicitations of Christ. Jesus is praying again to the Father, and he says, I pray not that thou shouldest, shouldest take them out of the world, but thou, that thou shouldest keep them from the evil. You see, Jesus knew that the tribulation for the disciples, the apostles, was coming forth. Each one of them would be martyred for the cause of Christ, with the exception of John, who uh, lived to be an old man, and I believe that he was persecuted against as well, but he did not die as a martyr. He died a natural death, as far as, as, as I know. But the tribulation that came upon these apostles, and Jesus knew that that was coming. But his prayer was that they not be just removed from the world, and God could have done that, but that thou shouldest keep them from the evil. 
In other words, Jesus was praying for divine intervention and protection from Satan and the evil of this world. Can I say to you and I that Jesus is praying for us as well and his protective power is around us today and we should rejoice in that. Well, I must hurry this morning. I see we're way past our time already, but let's look at one more thought. Not only the two sides of following Christ and the two solicitations of Christ in his prayer, but the truth of sanctification. And we'll look here today and we'll see just a little bit more about that. In fact, uh, we're so far ahead of our time and our time is gone. It's, it's evaporated before us. I see that we're already 13 minutes into this uh, teaching this morning. We're going to stop right there because I don't want to rush through this very important verse 16 and 17. We'll come back in the morning and we'll try to pick up right here in the word of God. May God bless you today. Thank you for taking time to be with us this morning. And Lord willing, we'll be back again in the morning at 8.30 a.m. for another Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. Till then, Pastor Donnie, bidding you a great day. Bye-bye. Yeah.